They gon' throw you down for a pang yourself, pang yourself. Turn around when the fuck you get, fuck you get. My guy, welcome to the fucking world. You either make your own, come work for me. Me being where the money at, me being you come fuck with me. I'm Socrates, rap Benum T. Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of the Nail Podcast. I am Nail, <laughs> your host. I am back of season. I'm back on season five. Wait, no, season four. I'm rushing with another conversational episode. You know, we've had the Groove Sunday episodes where you've had the DJs do their thing. We've had Ayat come on. We've had Ogranya. We've had Esilfi. We've had DJ Mike Smith. I'm gonna bring another DJ because it, lo- it looks like you guys enjoy the DJ conversations. But before that, today. I have someone who has been in this music game from time, bro. Like early, when I say early on, like I mean like when I was in class five type of stuff. <laughs> like that's how early it is. You, wow. you feel me? Bro. Is that showing his age? <laughs> but on today's show, I have Clue. I was good, bro. Formerly known as Clue Monster. Yeah. How you doing, bro? Charlie. I'm going to need you to speak up, bro. My people need to hear you. A crowd. Also, uh, you can pull the mic closer, you can relax, do all Yeah, things. man. You know, we will get to one. To one. <coughs> how, how's, how's everything? How you doing? Charlie, we're doing inside. Um, life is good, you know. It's up from everywhere. Life is good? Yeah. In this economy. I mean... This is where you know who the people who are chilling. <laughs> right? I mean, and you Charlie... And you know who to eat when you're eating the rich. If a podcast says, Charlie, the good things will come to you, you know. Fair enough. Yeah. I like that. I like that. Um, let's, so let's start the conversation. In my intro, I was saying that you were doing music when I was in class five, <laughs> which is true because 2010. Oh, wait, I was in class five. No, that's an exaggeration. Ah, uh, like, like early, like I was young, young. Yeah, 2010 is that's when you started music. Man, why did you decide to do music at that time? Like, um, so you know, um, may I just tell you a story? We finished SS, we come out, we just did house. finished SS 2010, yeah, 207. <laughs> <laughs> I am not age shaming. <laughs> I am not laughing at your age, but rah, rah, dinosaurs. That's early. <clears throat> but yeah, we finished two or seven. Uh, I wasn't fortunate to go into uni early, so um, I just did house. And oh, um, so you finished two or seven, but then you still did house. Yeah, I just did house. Okay. So um, you know, I, I just did try to figure out what to do. What you wanted to do? Was yeah. that like a personal decision or like other things? Um, yeah, you know, family, okay. house, matter, and things. But you know. I, I didn't want to just not do nothing, you know. Obviously, they tell you, well, if you're not doing anything, go get a job, go find something to do. And the thing in my area at Denta where I live was everybody was rapping. Like, everybody that I knew, um, there was Boy Nash, there was Looney, there was Lyrical One Zam, there was Nova, there was Jesus, there was Skillions. It was like a... <clears throat> Well, like the the coolest thing to do, like uh, how YouTube YouTube is, is now. right now, yeah. yeah. So if you're an artist, then and I was like, me, I know the rap. Like when we DSS, I know the rap. So what can I do? But I'm good at computers, so I just decided to start making beats. Cause then at the HSE, my boys they talk say, Charlie, I for go buy beats for this and this in there, this and this in there. But I no get money. So mm-hmm. I'm thinking, hmm, market share. If somebody's charging a thousand, I could charge like five hundred, I could charge three hundred. And then at least if they save up and buy one of those, they could buy like three of mine. And if it's just making music, they can actually get beats to make music too. So I picked up that and I started making beats. So it was like a business decision. Yeah, it was like, you know. 
I <laughs> see some some market space that's like nah, let me yeah you can it. get some interesting yeah. so earlier on I went like on on the Ayaz episode not episode so earlier on on the Ayaz episode he said music called him mm. I'm, I'm right now I'm guessing a different <coughs> perspective or you <laughs> entering music as a business decision yeah it was um well it was what I could do at the time, at the time. so and it was a no brainer like alright bro let's do it ah let's do this so I started off I gave myself um a month. I was like, okay, here's how we're going to do it. Practice makes perfect. Make 10 beats a day. And then at least, come on, 10 beats a day. If one cry. So you're making 70 beats a week. Bro, there was a time where I had beats and nobody to rap on it. Wow. So I did make 10 beats a day. And half of those beats would be me trying to remake popular songs. And then half of those beats are me like just doing, your doing stuff. something new oh. so over time when you remake when you re the thing about remaking beats is you learn what the other producer was trying to create and then when you're making your own beats you can like pick stuff from there and then you it's like a it's like intelligence lace when you open that and you do that you go feel see what then the person they try to do and then you can use that to build your your own thing so mm. that was a strategy that i was on yeah, and yeah. like the very first few months i had like two three hundred beats just chilling and all these people that i was talking about the city they complain about beats and mm-hmm. they just passed through and even then i wasn't really taking money because i just wanted people to come hear it yeah so they come hear it and and then they're like oh i like this one i like this one i like this one so i'll give you the first time you record but the next time if you come back if you come back if we bring money you will bring money Nice. So basically. So what was that? What was that progression from 2010? Like, like after you decided to do it, then you were doing it. When did it stop picking up for okay. you? So, like I said, people will come in the studio. You will give them beats. It became a thing where people like now people had options. You know, I can either go pay big money here, or I could split that big money into two and get two beats from Clue, or I could take all that money and go record all the songs that I want to record at Clues. <clears throat> so it became a thing where in in between 2010, when I started to like early 2012, I had recorded like albums with people. I recorded uh, um, J-Town had a mixtape. There's this one, is it No Mask? Mm-hmm. I don't know, I think it's No Mask. I recorded that mixtape for J-Town. I recorded uh, Ghetto Reps uh, debut mixtape. I recorded... Um, I didn't make the beat for Three-Headed Beats, uh, Beast by Brad Kevin, but I recorded um, Three-Headed Beast because I had, like, just being around and recording so many people, people just started coming to my place. If you're watching, my, my mouth's probably open right now, <laughs> but, like, you recorded Three-Headed so Beast. So, Three-Headed, yeah, re- Three-Headed Beast by uh, Brad, Brad Kevin. Kevin. Yeah. How did that happen? Only because that song is so iconic in, like, the Ghanaian entertainment yeah. space. Yeah. That is like raw. You did that. Yeah. So um, I just got a text because <clears throat> when I was learning, I used to just go to Jesus and then like just see what they're doing there. Mm-hmm. You know, you pick up you know craft trades and yeah. craft secrets. And then I think that day he didn't want to go record the either he didn't want to go record the song at Jesus or I don't really know for a fact. I'm probably saying things I shouldn't be saying, but. <laughs> <laughs> all but I know yeah. is I go and text and then we recorded the song and the next minute it's everywhere how did that f- how did you feel about that oh yeah like it felt good 
but the fact that I didn't make the beat, beat. I couldn't really claim it like yeah, yeah. it was something that I did. But I was there. He didn't write that song. He just stood in the booth, man. Freestyle. That's crazy. So then that's like 2012 timeline. Yeah. Then you went to school. Um. Ish. So <clears throat> now, if you did normal Ghanaian who the household. If your parents start see sketchy people with the Makidis, then it's time for the kiddies to change. Mm-hmm. What did they do? So, family start forced, yo, you know, you've stayed in the house. You tried to do this. You know, you have to figure out what you want to do next now. So, I decided to go to tech. Um, so, I put the music on hold and I went to K University. So, you put it on hold, like, yeah. total hold. Yeah. Bro, I thought you were still gonna like do it. Yeah, because I didn't know what the climate in Kumasi would be without would be. get a studio, without have to be traveling to and fro. So I kind of like just did what my people wanted so that I could get them off my back. Okay. And then I could like okay if I go to school, ha- if I go figure out the rest. You could figure. Okay, cool. <coughs> and were you able to figure it out? Yeah, I uh, I got to Kumasi and okay. So now remember I said. Like, I had, like, bare beats. Mm-hmm. So, it got to a time I had beats and nobody was rapping over them. Mm-hmm. So, I started making music as well. Right. Just so that I could... Oh, so, that's the story behind you right, actually so getting that I could the market mic. the beats. Okay. Because I wasn't still seeing... Like, I didn't still see myself like as a rapper. Artist. So, like I was just trying to... So, you rap on it. If it goes and someone right. likes so like, it. I like that beats. That's what, okay, cool. that's what people always say anyways. Like, okay. anytime somebody listens to a song, I don't know if it's changed now. But, any, yo, I like the beat. That's what people always say first. Before they say they start to oh, yeah, okay, yeah, I mess with the beats, right? Yeah, okay, right, right. Okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's exactly. the, that's so the whole right now. I also saw that as marketing for you okay. Know, okay, rap over the beat. If people don't like the songs, if they like the beats, so you could still feed, get money from that. But what I hadn't realized is because of how much, how many beats I had, and how many songs I had recorded, and how many songs I had put out, so that people would come and record with me, I created like a a, a listening niche. So when I go into Kumasi, people were just like anytime I met somebody and like, oh, you be clue, yo, I like this your song, and I was like, oh, okay, so it seems like we've started something that we didn't even know. Mm. So yeah. Then in Kumasi, you met Mr. Easy. How was that like? Well, uh, so in Kumasi, I was trying to find a studio, but I had already met uh, Kuju Q in Accra. Okay. And I knew that he was from Kumasi. Bro, you've met the whole industry. <laughs> you've met Skillions, you've met J Town, you've met everybody. Yeah. So, ah, that's you, such a cool thing. Could you cue? I met Could you cue through Kiara because Kiara was recording a mixtape called uh, Still Underground. Okay. So Kiara sent me a, f- a Facebook message. Yo, bro, man, I like your music. Uh, I have some some uh, mixtape I want to record. I would really like me to help me. It's like okay. It's like oh man. So you're recording for Kiara. Yeah. Okay. So. All of this is happening while I did get pressure for house to go to school as well. So I record that tape where I meet Kujo Q because Kiara wanted Kujo Q on a song on that mixtape. Okay. So that's how Kujo Q and I became like cool. We recorded that song for Kiara's um, mixtape. Mixtape. And yeah, that was it. He went back to Kumasi. So I went to Kumasi and now I'm looking for a studio and I'm reaching out to him like, yo, like, I do town, I can't take. He's like, oh, yeah, we have a studio here. So that's how I met P-Wizzle. Okay. Yeah, P-Wizzle played a uh, coupe for Ebony. Yeah. And he played a uh, Petumpan. Small girl. Yeah, you don't know that thing, right? Yeah. So <coughs> p 
Pirizzo tells me, yo, he's a big fan. So anytime I need studio, I should just pull up. Raw. So okay. now I go to uh, take first year. I already did enter studio. Mm-hmm. And because I had discovered that people would like listening to my music, I decided to make a mixtape as well. Okay. So I did uh, I Am Clue Baby. It's like a very popular... Um, if you listen to my music, you know yeah, that. Yeah, you know that, that one, yeah. yeah. So I went... So that was like the breakout mixtape for you? Yes. Okay. But later on, it changed to Canvas Life. The title changed to Canvas Life. Okay. Yeah, so... Um, I recorded that entire uh, mixtape in Kumasi in my first year of uh, you know, being in school years. there. Yeah. So I was in the studio recording, and there was the guy, a certain guy, walked in, and Pewiza was like, "Oh, Clue, give me a few minutes. I want to do something for the guy. Then you continue, because I was using the studio, and he seemed like the guy had paid, and he probably didn't come on time or something. So mm-hmm. I stopped recording, sat in the corner." Pivizzo did what he was doing for him. And this guy was just singing. I was like, hmm, this guy's good. Mm-hmm. So I was like, yo, I like your stuff. And he laughed and he's like, oh, you sure? So we kind of like just kicked up the vibe from there. And I was like, yeah, for real, it'd be dope. And then he intru- he introduced himself. He said his name is Easy Nakamura. I was like, oh, my name Easy is... Easy what? Nakamura. Easy Nakamura. Yeah. I serious. That was the name he was going by. Yeah, so it was, like a, it was like a click thing because they were making parties. There's, a, there's another guy, Shio Nakamura. So, like, that was the click. The, the oh, name. right. So they all had, like, last names. Like, a <laughs> Japanese Yakuza thing. It's like, <laughs> they had a name. And <laughs> I don't think Mr. Easy <laughs> has ever told the story. Yeah, he has this part of him, but you heard it here. <clears throat> Mr. Easy, you're called Easy Nakamura. Yeah. That's nice. So, um, we, we just kicked it. I just saw him. I was like, yo, I like your song. So, I told him that I was also recording a bunch of songs for an, an, a mixtape and... I'll need him on it. Mm-hmm. I don't think he took it seriously. Seriously, yeah. Yeah. So we finished in the studio, and and I realized that he was also at Tech. Oh, right. Right. Okay. So he was in Brunei, and I was in Katanga. So I like I'll literally just call him up, and he wouldn't answer. Mm-hmm. So now, like I knew what I had, and I knew that I wanted it. So now I was looking for him. Mm-hmm. So I'll pull up to uh, Brunei and I see him in front of a shop with the Nakamura gang and I'm like, yo, Charlie, I really need you on that song. So he was he was dragging his feet a bit, but eventually he we went to the studio and what song was that? It's on Canvas Life. I don't know the title now. I have so many yeah. songs, but that was like the first song that we did. Okay. And it was it's been Clue and Mr. Easy as far as people know since then that's that's calm and, and you actually gave him one of his biggest breakout songs as well yeah pp dance yeah how how earlier you were telling me that, that you guys recorded that song so quickly yeah um, so like, how, how did that play out all right so i'm in tech my first year that was in your first year as well yeah crazy <laughs> crazy <laughs> i'm in tech my first year i'm not rec- i'm not making as many beats as i used to at home because mm-hmm. i'm in school and the equipment they have and I catch chicken pox. So I go house. And during that time, Easy was completing um, tech. Yeah. So I came home to get cured. He was done with school. So we met in Accra. And I was like, yo, you, like you did Accra? He's like, yeah. I was like, you know, so I get studio files. He's like, no way. So he pulls up to my studio. And 
we're just chatting. It's like, yo, I can't believe you had this. And I play him some of my songs. And then he tells me about what he's been doing and you know what he's been doing since it was done. And then I start making ting, I said I just start making something on the piano. Ting, 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 ting. And then he starts he just goes in. I like in the way that you are moving away. Mm-hmm. song is iconic, bro. <laughs> this beat is right? And then we just did that like minutes. And that was it. That's, that's crazy. <coughs> and it turned out to be one of his biggest songs as yeah. well. You guys shot the video yeah, and everything. Yeah. Uh, and, I, and I was telling you earlier, you actually look different in the video than right? you did right, so right now. So we, we knocked that finish and I never went back to KNUST. I dropped out. Oh, you did? Yeah. Crazy. <laughs> so I so much for a rebel. <laughs> so I, much for a rebel. I was like, nah, I'm not going back. And Easy wanted to shoot with um, General J. Mm-hmm. He's a director, and um, he shot a uh, second sermon for Black Church. Okay. So um, I had to come to Kumase because Easy had a business in Kumase, so he, he, he had to be moving to Rak- from Accra in Kumase a lot. Mm-hmm. So he decided to shoot it in um, in Kumase. So I went to Kumase. We shot um, PP Dance, KJT. We shot that Tech Junction. We just went went in town and around Kumase and shooting, there. and that was that. That's crazy. So from then on, you dropped <coughs> out. So I I w- dropped what's out. What was like the story after that? Uh, I came home and I. What was the reaction from your family when you were like, "No, nah, I'm not going back"? Because you were already getting help before going, and now you're dropping out. I feel like we never actually spoke about it. Ooh, that's yeah, crazy. Because the way it kind of like just happened, and I never went back. And were they ever fine without? We never had the conversation. So you never know. Yeah. But obviously, you know that they wouldn't want that. But since we never had the conversation, I never actually... Why didn't they... Why, why do you think they didn't have the conversation? Um, It was just my mom. She was working a lot, so... She, that couldn't, was she couldn't care too much? I wouldn't say she didn't care. She probably cared because we... We didn't really talk a lot, but... I just feel like... Was it like those hard relationships? Yeah, like it you was guys hard for people to yeah, express up. themselves. Is it better now? My mom passed. It's, an, it's a story. I guess we'll get to it, but what I was trying to say is we never had the conversation yeah, about me. why I didn't go. I knew why I didn't go, but I never actually shared. I just didn't want to go. Do you want to share to the world? <laughs> uh, I mean, you don't have to, yo, yeah, but I this is a bit permanent. Okay. I... Physically, mentally, I just wasn't in that space. Of For mind. school, yeah. would do you ever think you'd go back? Actually, I did. When you finished? Yeah. Oh, great. Did you carry on or you had to start over? Yeah, I started again. So so much for willpower. Bro. Yeah. So like, uh, <laughs> so all of this was after um, PP Dance came out. Um, I came home and I recorded uh, one of my breakout mixtapes as an artist. Uh, it's called "It's Just Different." I made a lot of following from that. We did like my first show. It was a free show. And then I came back with an album called uh, With All Reason. Um, that kind of like, at least amongst my listening audience, that was like a very significant album. And then that same year, I dropped Asoka Yellow, which is, which anybody that listens to Clue will tell you that that's probably their favorite Clue mm-hmm. album. And then 
that same that was like so between 2013 and 2015 i had recorded like a, i'd released like four projects four, like three mixtapes and all that kind of exactly. okay so between 2015 i decided to go back to school mm-hmm. and i went to gimpa and i did a computer science oh, okay mm-hmm. so you didn't go back to school once again no oh fair enough yeah. that's calm yeah. we love a good education <laughs> it's, it's important <laughs> you know yeah kind of opens your mind up to you know socializing and meeting people you you come off as a closed per, closed off person is that how you are or that's just like an act to keep you away from the bullshit i probably won't talk as much until like the conversation is about something that i'm interested in and i can share okay so you're not like a quiet person you're not like no, a shy person yeah I, i'll join any conversation if it's something that i'm also interested interested in, in. okay <coughs> that's calm so then okay 2015, 2019, you went back to school. Yeah. So you weren't as involved in music again. Yeah, so uh so twenty around twenty fifteen, twenty sixteen, uh since since I'm trying to create a timeline in your mind, uh that's when Mr. Easy kinda like popped off. Mm-hmm. So uh I was in school, I was in game power, I was doing computer science. My mom got sick. Um she got diagnosed of cancer. Oh, crazy. Yeah, so oh, sorry. like I could do music, but like mentally, but, uh, yeah. I just no good fit because there's just so much happening at home. So I kind of like just laid off and just laid back and yeah. kind of like just vanished into the mist. But I still had people who wanted music, so I'd I'd drop something, but it wouldn't be on a large marketing skillwares in everybody's face. Mm-hmm. It's just like my listening audience who, anybody who actually actually go and type clue would probably see like yeah. new stuff has dropped but it won't be everywhere that everybody's talking about it so between 20 um 16 2017 2018 my mom passed and 2019 i completed a uh, game path. wow that's crazy condolences first of all but i'm sure she would she would definitely would have seen you finish because yeah. she, yeah, she, she would be so happy yeah, like at least that happened. <laughs> <laughs> at least that's one less. This one, one less struggle. <laughs> yeah, I feel you. Yeah. So then, you being an active producer, you've told us how you actually got into being an artist. But even at the time that you were still rapping on these beats, you still didn't believe you were going to be an artist. So 2019, you're done with school. And then you go back, or you become like a full-time artist, if yeah. I should say. Yeah. Like... What informed that decision? Because you never actually saw yourself as an artist, even though you were rapping on these beats. Was like said, okay, maybe I should actually do it properly this time. I don't know. I feel like over time, I kind of appreciated. I kind of saw what people saw too. Okay. And then the fact that people kept telling me that this is their favorite song and the song did this for them and they love this album and they play it all the time and people be sending me videos. So all these time where I am like going through it with my family, with my mom. And what she's going through, you know, like when things like this happen, it affects everybody in the house. So yeah, it does. Like the music part of it is what kind of like kept my head up, cause like you know, people send you videos of them jamming to your songs, or mm-hmm. commenting on things, or posting, sending you screenshots of them jamming to your songs, and it kind of like it gave me something to look forward to, even though times were like hard and it was all dark. And I kind of like just kept making music. You know, and anytime like I have like ten, fifteen songs, I'll I'll make a folder and I'll put it in, and I have ten, fifteen songs. Make a folder, I'll put it in. So between twenty nineteen, no, 
between 2018 to 2020, I've dropped an album every year. Okay. Yeah. And what's that process like for you? Is it is this surreal? Because you never saw. Did you ever see yourself getting back to it? First off, to music. Yeah. I feel like I never left, but I probably wasn't the art, the the generic. I don't want to say is generic the right way. I wasn't the artist artist that you know that is out here being an artist. You know. Uh, at every show, at every event. I wasn't doing that because of what was happening at home. Uh, okay. Yeah, but it doesn't it didn't mean that I wasn't recording or Or oh, you had stopped yeah. completely. Okay. Because I just came to realize that people had they tapped into something that I was talking about and they could relate. So I kinda like just kept feeding that that demand and yeah. Okay, so every year since then you dropped an album. Yeah. Did you didn't anticipate COVID? Did you drop an album during COVID? Yeah, I did. So that's like, give or take three albums right now? So or four? 2018. 18, 19, 19 20, 20, 20, 21, 22. Five. Five. Okay, let's talk about the most recent one. Okay. What's the idea behind that? First of all, after the five, which one's your favorite so far? Don't say the most recent one. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay, I'm so just out kidding, of the five, I'm just no, 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 yeah. you're right. After the five, the one I dropped during COVID is my is my favorite because I feel like that's the one that I don't have to explain so much. Like, I, it wasn't such a concept album. It was like a... Vibes? Yeah. I, I that's, that's If you ask me to play you a song, that's where I'll play you a song from. Okay. Because the sound there, that was the first time where I was just trying to be... You know, we're not trying to overdo this. We're just... Trying just to, let it go. You know? And that was... that's. That's from one of my albums that actually got playlisted the most because the songs were generic. Mm. Like, they right. fit into playlists, you know? Yeah, I feel you. Yeah, because most of the times, I kind of, like, go into concept mode on on, on these albums, and mm. sometimes when you take one song out, it kind of, like, you can't really... Disrupts it, so the flow, okay. The album, yeah. So, with the, with the most recent one, what's the idea behind it? What's the concept behind it? Concept um, I, I guess... The title is Love Again, and it's just what it is. I j- Love Again? Yeah. Where your heart's broken? It's, it's, not, it's not that kind of... <laughs> not that kind of love. It's just... My guy's laughing. <laughs> yep, he's definitely deflecting. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, sure, it's not... Wow. <laughs> they break this guy's heart. Who broke his heart? Who they broke? You're not going to break my heart. You're not going to break your heart. Yeah. I've never suffered a heartbreak. But have you dated? Yeah. And it ended... Oh, it hasn't ended. When I'm done, I just tell you I'm done. When you are done, yeah. what's in the toxic living is this? No, it's not toxic. It it's, is. It's not. It's it like <laughs> it's like I'm. What you mean by when you're done? Then that's it. I'm a healer, so like I heal you, and if I if I heal you, finish. I'm I'm done. I move on. So what? You take broken people. So if you find someone who's not hurt, you're not gonna date the person. No, I'll I'll date you, but no. What? I, I want to know. <laughs> okay, so you leaving is breaking the. Yeah, the some, sometimes, so sometimes, healing? sometimes mm-hmm. things get good, and then people want more, but I can't give anymore. I'm gonna, I'm gonna need you to be more like specific. Okay, so uh, I'm not saying bash any of your exes though, but I mean if you bash it, it won't be bad. <laughs> okay, so let's say somebody has been through a bunch of, you know, like. Messed up relationships. Mm-hmm. And she meets you. And then we meet. And then it's mad projections. Like, 
oh, this boy did this to me. You're doing the same. And then we try and fix all that. And then now you're okay. And then now you need more. And I'm like, I can't do that. Hmm. I feel you. I feel you. I, I, I think I've been in a couple of those. Exactly. It's <laughs> like yeah, we, we, we move you from that point where everything is trauma for you. And now you're able to want more function. for yourself. But then it's like. There's only so much you Bro, can like, do. let's live in the reality. Yeah. I feel it. So no girl can break your heart. I mean, it's not like no girl can break my heart, but... Because I, w- I want to send one of my listeners to you. <laughs> so that she breaks your heart. <laughs> oh, the, th- the thing is, the thing actually be... I probably no go stick around for the the hey, 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 the, the noise. What's the noise? Like um, the getting to know you bit. The no, actually, I not the getting to know you bit. Sometimes you get to know somebody and then they start to use that against you. Ah, uh, right. Yeah, oh. so I won't be around for that. Oh no, no, no. My people are not like that. But I'm not gonna send them again because <laughs> you're not gonna heal them as much as I thought you were gonna. No, be. I mean you will. You will get healed. Like me, that's my own. Like it's not like I'm looking for broken cases, but sometimes it's there. Some of like some some of them actually. But you leaving them is breaking them as well. No, it's not. It is. Like, I don't hey, think it is. I, I think everybody I'm, that I think I've, I'm done. Everybody yeah. that I've dated after me, they're having. They have like the best relationships now. At least from what <laughs> I know, from my things that I've done. Hey, that'd be hard, though. <laughs> that'd be hard. That's like some of the best relationships right now. Somebody if you call me, tell me what they go on and what they wanted, what they have to. As do. in your exes. Yeah. Bro, how does that make you feel? Knowing that they're not doing that for you. It doesn't make me feel anything. Alright, uh, sure. Yeah. You are human, bro. Yeah, but you, like you like would wish it would happen I to you. I feel like right now, me as a person, I probably know if you do that for you, and that's probably you know where it stems from. Where I, when I say like I did leave, mm. sometimes you want something, but you know, is it like a money thing? Like they want to yeah. get married, like yeah. <laughs> like, I'm not ready. This nigga's not ready to get married, so he's breaking your heart like two no, years. I'm not into breaking the your release. heart. I'm just wow. telling you that I'm probably not the guy to give you that thing that so I've what, given you a never lot gonna, of. You're never gonna get married. I will. Actually, I want to, but when I when I feel like I'm ready, I feel like I'll just jump in. But you're never ever gonna be ready. Like marriage is one of those things. No, I marriage like is like pregnancy. Like those two things, you yeah. never, you're, you're never ready for I've it. I've never, f- I've never been in that pregnancy thing before. So I'm, I don't know what that's like. You don't be having sex. I be, I do. But <laughs> like, these, they don't get pregnant for me. <laughs> okay, I come. don't come. Oh, eh? laughter but <laughs> clue i think you should be marrying these ladies coming soon coming soon okay cool so let's let's go back to the concept behind it it's love and so yeah it's the just title was love and love again um love again okay. yeah so i'm just trying to um connect with new people you know have people listen to my songs i'm not i wasn't so conceptual so why the title love again who are we love it's just again? reconnection oh yeah so you're telling whoever listens to love again? Yeah, it's like, I guess. you know, it's, it'd be love vibes. That kind of, that mm. kind of thing. That'd be nice. Yeah. It's, not like I'm, it's not like I'm doing... Do you have, like, do you have like a favorite of it? Like a favorite of, of the album? 
Actually, no. Why not? Because I feel like it'd be very... Like, I like the whole thing mm. together. So I don't really... Oh, like, you like the whole thing together. Yeah. Right. So I'll, I'll hope, say, whoever listens to it kind of like... Feels just lets it, lets it play, play through. Yeah. And then, like, don't... don't yeah, don't, don't listen for- to the album on shuffle. Right. <laughs> don't be bad vibes. <laughs> don't, like, force it. Yeah. Like, oh, I need to find... Well, you could you could do that because, obviously, you way you want to listen. But I hope, say, you just go for... You know, just let it play. Don't mm-hmm. do active listening. Do, don't do active listening. Do when you're washing, listening. just keep... Just make... If you do cook, just leave it on play. Let it... Let it play through. Mm. And then a few days later, maybe one of the songs stick out and it probably be played in your mind and go back and listen to it again. Yeah. And then make that your track one and then always listen from that bit. Yeah, I feel and then, you. know, I'm trying to be a part of everybody's lives. Life, so. Yeah, so. That's, that's a cool thing. Mm-hmm. And um, <laughs> you have a favorite song off the album. Right. Okay. The album is a is a blend of sounds. I'm rapping on some of them. I'm singing on some of them. So it's like like my favorite rap song on it is called Think and Move, and then my favorite love song on there is called uh, Roller Coaster. That's mine. Oh yeah, that's like the Roller Coaster is like a, be like a, a a DJ. I was thinking I need DJs to play my song. Okay. So I was like, okay, let me do something that yeah. it go, it Ro- Roller Coaster is my, is my own. So okay, so that and then uh, there's Promise. Mm. Promise be very local. Um. I when really you like that. Local, what do you mean local? Like I really like that Sibre Jamuna. Okay. This kind of music. Right. Like high life ish. Maybe a new age high life. New age high life. You fair. still find like hard drums, hard snares, um, bass drums. Like the elements like, of the old stuff. Right. But like but in, in I'm new probably age. singing in chi, like pure like literal chi. The one that um that uh, that the they will be singing. The one they, the grandmas have been advising. Exactly. Exactly. Where'd you learn that from? Uh, I feel like I've just realized that Ghanaians, they consume better in the local dialect. So something mm. that I can say in English, we go resonate with like a cool kid. I would like say I'm in Chi. So you're not trying to make cool kid music? I mean, there are a few of them in there, but <laughs> the demo the, the cookies are not his target market. <laughs> <laughs> Some did there, but it's like I'm trying to I'm trying to make a song where 10, you 20 years you are still like yeah. you're still like jamming. Like you go to like some funeral and like some soil somewhere there. Not necessarily funeral, and well, not really be funeral music per it's se. Not it's not funeral, just, but like because it's high life, they're more likely to play okay because that's the kind of music they'll write at with at funerals. But okay, yeah, but I feel you. it's not necessarily like um for funerals. Funeral targeted. No. It's like you know the mood you are in when you're listening to Kujunchi. Yeah, you want yeah. that. Mm. You know, I'm trying to cut it into that market. You know, when when you just deal with smart your boy, smart move smart move. You know, like I'm tr- I'm trying to reach the regular person. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to reach uh, Kabute in Nungwa. I'm trying to reach Isiama in <laughs> which is Florida. listening to Bukumbangu. <laughs> no, you yes, but that's it. There's a song in there like that mm. because it's not. I'm not like trapping from track one to track sixteen. Mm. I hear trap what you there are trap songs on there. Mm. We've been trapping since, <laughs> since before the trap, the trappers trap era, right? Yes. So I it's like you, you if you if you hear a drill song on there, but I'm rapping tree. If you mm. hear 
a dance song on there and I'm rapping. That'd be nice. I'm though. singing. But if you hear uh, a purist New York hip hop beat, and then I'm probably singing. Yeah, oh, that'd be nice. That'd be nice. Yeah, so it's like a mixed bag of things. I mean, we like a versatile artist. So. Yeah, but it, clearly it has been an interesting conversation, but mm-hmm. like, you've come to the end. Hopefully you come back sometime again when you drop a couple more albums, right? And we can talk about them. Hopefully by then you'll be on your way to get married <laughs> and you wouldn't be leaving the girl in the middle of, of the relationship. I'm sorry, but you know. Sometimes. Are you really sorry though? Yeah, I am. But you see the great... Then why do you do it? The great <laughs> thing be say, whenever they move on, they become like... Their How relationships quickly do they move on, bro? Oh, they do. Like in two years? I don't know, but like... They Wait, do. actually, how, they how many do? girlfriends have you had? <laughs> Shit! A few. A few? A ten? <sighs> have you had more than ten? What's your body count, actually? <laughs> oh, I know, I know, I know, I maybe double digits. You said double digits. Nah, but double digits is just eleven or ten. Fifty. Fifty? Like five zero, something. I it has. Where can my audience find <laughs> this conversation? Has taken a very dark turn, but like yeah, it's, it was very interesting. I know these are the th- I know these are the things you guys like. So. No, no, no. <laughs> but don't let this part overshadow the music yeah, you part. Know I make music. Go my and listen to his album. Right yes, everywhere. Just open your favorite music. Yeah, actually, do, do it. Do and, it. Uh, Tell them where they can find you. You know, just open your favorite music stream and search K L U and then add Love Again. It'll pop up as an album. And you know, just just jam. It's sixteen songs. The um, cover art is red. I don't know if they could put it in the footage there somewhere. But just go on your favorite streaming uh, Apple Music, Boom Play, Spotify. Type K L U Clue, Love Again, and they should come up and you know vibe. Yeah, yeah. He told you. What What are your socials? Uh, at Jeff Etalam Clue um, everywhere. Mm, everywhere. Yeah. Why do you Why you use your real name on your socials? Why not you like your artist name? Um, I feel like I've I've grown out of that. Mm. Because it used to be King Clue, and then it yeah. Used why to didn't you keep it at that? Cause uh, that's when I met you. I feel like it was fueling so much in me that I didn't like. Ooh, like what, like some ego thing. Yeah. So you were feeling like a king. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. That's nice. I'm grateful to have had you on. I'm glad we had a great conversation. I hope you enjoyed yourself. Great. Great. So I'll be back sometime. As usual, I am Nell. Official Nell everywhere. Party rocking, party rocking, you find me where I'm find me, I'm find me. Set party, set party, set party. Dance for me, dance for me, dance for me, dance for me, dance for me. Set party, set party, set party. Dance for me, dance for me, dance for me, dance for me, dance for me.